0: Welcome to show number five. I'm Paul, and uh, we're kind of like five guys, except there's four of us. Makes sense, right, Lou?
1: Yeah, if you say so.
0: <laughs> well, we'll start off our fifth show by introducing Greg with his helpful tips.
2: Well, hello, this is Greg. My helpful tip for this week involves karaoke. If you ever forget something important the night before your friend's wedding and have to go back to the bride's house, and you notice that the PlayStation is turned on. Only sing one, maybe two love songs with beauty. <laughs> if you sing three, the bride may walk in on you and question why you are singing love songs with beauty and not your own wife.
0: And Greg knows this from experience.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't quite remember it that way, but Okay. <laughs>
0: Okay, thanks, Greg. Let's see if Buse has some words
3: of wisdom for us. Buse? All right. Hi, everybody. This is Buse with more words of wisdom. When getting rid of your old video games, think twice uh, before selling. Otherwise, uh, you will look back and realize you own many of the games that are now worth more than your annual salary. (laughs) And Buse knows this as a fact Is that correct, (laughs) (laughs) Buse? Oh man, so many games I should have kept (laughs) What
0: is the game you sold That you wish you
3: would have kept? Oh man, I think the one that probably Was worth the most money at the time Was Mike Tyson's Punch-Out
2: Oh for sure, for sure Oh wait, you
0: had Mike Tyson's Punch-Out Yep I tried to buy that. I can't get Mike Tyson's. I have
3: punch out. I can't get it. It's like 500 bucks. Oh, that was like the game to have back in the late 80s, early 90s. Yep. Man. I
1: only ever had punch out because it was so much cheaper. Right. Right. That Mike Tyson yeah. title. We couldn't afford Mike Tyson's like you could.
3: I want to say back then, and this was what, 1987? no. I didn't have it until after I moved, and we moved in 88, so I'd probably say this is closer to 90, 91. The game was already out for a few years, and it was still selling for, I think, $30 back then. I know. That's a fortune now. I think Punch-Out was like half the price.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, Punch-Out was like 10 bucks.
3: Yeah. Wow. But that was the days when you could go to, like, Toys R Us, and they had the aisles, and you can flip up the card and look at the games before you buy them, and... It had some pictures on them, so you can kind of, like, see some of the gameplay.
2: Yep. Uh, Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. That was great.
3: That was, like, the thing to do growing up. Right. go to Toys R Us, go down the game aisle, and just (laughs) start flipping up the cards to to see what game you want. Get the little paper slip and take it to the counter. That was a good system. Well, Beast, I'm very sorry that you lost mike
0: tyson's punch out especially with how much it is worth now and the fact that you probably could purchase three or four houses with the value of that (laughs) while we're talking about games why don't we go over to our resident gamer lou introduce yourself hi (laughs) you know this is this is show number five you can say more than hi if you'd like
1: i I don't find it necessary (laughs)
0: All right, Lou, thanks for uh, introducing yourself. So as you can tell, today we're going to be talking about video games and different systems. You know, back in the 80s when we grew up, we started with going to the arcades. Arcades were great. You take like a dollar's worth of quarters and you'd be able to play for an hour (laughs) And actually, we like arcades so much. Um, I used to play the Simpsons arcade, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, At this point, as an adult, I now have a Simpsons arcade and a Miss Pac-Man machine at my house. So I can continue to play and continue to get that arcade feeling. There's so many we could mention. It's hard to fit them all in a little podcast. I mean, we could talk about Donkey Kong and Pac-Man. But, you know, there was uh, a fun fact that I found out about Qbert. I found out that White Castle inspired those little uh, boxes in Cubert that they were actually designed and modeled after the uh, square slider boxes for for White Castle. So that just gives you another reason that we should all jump in the car and drive back to White Castle
2: for the day. I can I can feel. The heartburn rising as we speak.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean,
0: it's been twenty years since you've been to one. Don't you think
3: it's time to go again? No, <laughs>
2: <laughs> no,
3: it's not. <laughs> None would have been enough. One is too many. <laughs> well, w- w- what if we, what
0: if we brought a cube game you could play in the car while we were driving there?
2: i'll think about it I'll get, <laughs> I'll get i'll get back to you <laughs> all right all right lewis
0: any arcade games in your area
1: uh, pinball machine i don't have any video games i have i have the plug and play coleco and i have the plug and play atari all
0: right pinball machines are still pretty cool i mean that's very similar that that was at the arcades those are yeah. probably worth a fortune at this point so if anybody needs money you got to lose house you get a pinball machine and you sell it on ebay <laughs> What's wrong with you?
2: No, I don't. I don't condone that. I can remember going to the arcade and playing the pinball machines at the arcade. That was always kind of fun. And then I just watched Paul play the uh the regular arcade games because I was yeah. no good at them. <laughs> well, I
1: I always enjoyed Street Fighter. Street Fighter 2.
0: And you like the arcade version? Yeah.
1: Okay. All right. It's a solid game.
0: Street Fighter is one of those games where nobody dies. It's just two people just beating the crap out of each other. (laughs) And the best part about it is the graphics were just starting to become good back then. So they started to add background stuff, but they didn't really like theme it with the fighting. It was like, hey... I'm going to kick your butt. Okay, let's do it at this fish market. And in the background, people are buying shrimp and bass and everything else and just kind of watching as everybody gets their butt kicked in front of them. Buse, what do you think about Street Fighter?
3: I personally really enjoyed the game. I mean... Like you were just saying about the different themes in the background, there was like a swamp, an Air Force base, those kind of things. And it was really excellent graphics. It was easier to play in the arcade than it was at home. It was a lot easier to do- use the joystick than it was the uh, directional pad.
0: Right. But the point is that they were doing graphics that didn't go with what was actually happening in the action So, like, people are beating the crap out of each other and somebody in the back is, like, buying, like, you know, a a jar of jam at the store.
3: (laughs) Yeah. And in between rounds, you got to beat up a car.
0: (laughs) I mean, there you go. I mean, nobody dies in this game. It's like two guys. It's almost like two people sat there and said, hey, I'm going to kick your butt. No, I'm going to kick your butt. You know what? Let's take a break and let's
3: go take it out on this car. (laughs) Yeah, it wasn't like Mortal Kombat kind of stuff where it was like a lot of the blood and the gore. So it really appealed to, to a wide variety of audiences. And, and you know, it, it, there was like the button mashers and then there's the ones that had the skill to to put it together. So it really made the game pretty versatile and, and a lot of fun. I kind of
0: feel like we were playing Street Fighter one day and Greg walked in the room and said, hey, there's a guy flying an airplane in the background. That's what I'm going to do for a living.
2: That's, <laughs> hey, the dream began that day. What can I say? Right, right bingo <laughs> yeah speaking of uh, uh button mashers i'm pretty sure my title is king button masher <laughs> that's all i know what to do on that cave man I, yep. I i didn't know any combinations <laughs> i just pushed buttons and i'm like how did that work i may have won once or twice but forget about the rest of it yep button masher yes. button masher greg <laughs> yeah and there's always the idea
3: that if you push the button hard enough it would work better.
2: <laughs> yeah, push it as hard as you can
3: Right. until it works.
2: Right, and you'll jump higher, faster. Push the button fifteen thousand times, and you might you might get what you want.
0: Muse, <laughs> how about arcades? What was your favorite go to arcade
3: game? Go to arcade game. Yeah, I think I, I think I'm with Lou on this one. I like Street Fighter. That was like. The game. You know, you lined up your quarters, like I got next, you know? That, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was like the big game that I remember. You put and, the quarters uh, on
0: the machine so you could play yep. next. <laughs> yeah. Yep.
1: Usually you got your ass handed to you by someone who was really good at the game. Right. <laughs>
0: right.
3: That and probably air hockey. I was a big fan of playing air hockey. Okay. Okay. And none
0: of us have air hockey tables anymore. I had one at one point growing up, but none of us have one right now, right?
2: I don't. I did but I don't know. Trying to break others, break each other's knuckles with the puck. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but there was always a difference between the home air hockey tables and the actual like regulation air hockey. You know, like
3: oh, absolutely, one hundred percent agreed.
0: Because the home one, it was like a little vacuum cleaner and goes. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> well, that was the one you yeah. had.
0: Your parents had, it right? That, it had that, like you know, it had like a wee little bit of. You know, and at the arcade, it was like the suck lux 10,000. You turn it on and go... <laughs> 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 As we said, we grew up in the 80s with arcade games, but we also had some systems at home. Back in the 80s, I had an Atari, and I had some of the best games for Atari. I had E.T. the Game, which is one of the best games in the entire universe. And I'm saying that because they made so many copies. They made more copies of E.T. the game than they did systems, which just proves to you that it's the best game ever.
1: Proves to you they didn't sell any of them.
0: I would have had the Atari when I was about five or six. So my budget would have been very, very little. So I probably owned the E.T. game because it was probably less than a dollar.
1: <laughs> or it came with the system.
0: <laughs> or it came with the system. But I also had this game that was the Tasmanian Devil, and you, would just, you were just a tornado. You would spin, and stuff would come flying at you, and you would just move up and down and just try not to eat the dynamite. And if you ate the dynamite, it would say, uh-oh, and you would just explode. That game was awesome. Lou, Buse, Greg, any of you guys have Arta- Ataris growing up?
1: I, I never had an Atari. I had the Vision.
0: Yes, Lou and his ColecoVision. Lou, why don't you take a minute and tell us about Smurfs on ColecoVision, because that was the only game that we ever got to play on Coleco.
1: Well, that's the only game you ever wanted to play. I had other games. And, and there he goes again, folks, making stuff up. <laughs> no, I had other games. You just wanted to play the Smurf game.
0: Can you explain the Smurfs game?
1: Basically, you could only jump.
0: You could move left and right.
1: Yeah, you could move left and right, and you could jump. And you just had to jump over like obstacles, and you didn't want to fall like down a crater or anything like that.
0: Wasn't it like a 30-second game?
1: No, it, it had levels.
0: I don't remember levels. I just remember. I, I
1: think we only made it 30 seconds. <laughs> I think we kept getting to like the same jump, couldn't make the jump, and then died.
0: That's pathetic, especially as a video game master. You couldn't master Smurfs. Come on, Lou. Well, what other games did you have for ColecoVision? I had
1: Donkey Kong
0: Jr. You had Donkey Kong Jr., and we played Smurfs. Well, that was
1: your selection.
0: I don't think so, Lou. Yes. I
1: only remember you having one game. No, I had more than one game. I had Donkey Kong Jr. I had, uh, it was similar to Space Invaders, but it wasn't Space Invaders. It was one of those style of games. <laughs> okay. I think I might have Cubert.
0: Wait, you had Cubert and Donkey Kong Jr., and we only played Smurfs. I don't know why you wanted to play <laughs> Smurfs so bad, but that's what you wanted to play. I remember going to your house, and that was the only game there. I remember so wait, I had a whole
1: thing of games, and that was the one you wanted to play.
0: So if we come over tomorrow, you have other games other than Smurfs?
1: No, nah, I still don't I don't have the system anymore.
0: <laughs> come on, Lou. You just said you had a ColecoVision.
1: <laughs> I did years ago. I have a plug-and-play version now, but...
0: Oh, uh, man, and I bet you plug-and-play doesn't have Smurfs. Probably not. Who would even buy a plug-and-play that doesn't have the Smurfs? It was probably not available. Abuse. Atari, ColecoVision, any of those?
3: I had I had Atari. Um and I had a Texas instrument computer before that.
0: Oh wait, now we're going back to big time. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about the Texas instruments computer.
3: Well, there's really only like one game that I remember. It was called Jawbreaker. That's really all I remember about it. It had the similar controller like the atari because I don't, I don't think you could do the keyboard um with it but i know there was definitely other games and stuff to to, to play i just it's the only one i remember
2: we had a texas instruments you could play frog or you could play a game called hunt the wumpus hunt the wumpus you'll have to you'll have to google that later viewers
0: our first computer It was from this company down in Texas. And there were certain games that were preloaded onto the system. I remember one was like a Pac-Man in 3D. One was Sleuth, which is basically Clue, where you put in your friends' names, and then somebody would get murdered, and you'd have to guess who did it, with the weapon and the the room that they did it in. But it was kind of one of those where you just move the arrows up and down, and you could type in certain commands. So a very simple game. But I had that for a long time because yeah, because we had the dot matrix printer. That's how we printed everything. Remember that was big time. You were able to print on the dot matrix. It would take you six hours, but you print on that big paper, and then you have to rip the little. Uh, Little dots off on the side?
1: Yeah, I actually had an Atari computer.
0: There you go, Lou. Tell us about this Atari computer.
1: The main thing I remember about it was I had one game that was hooked through a modem. Okay. And it never would load.
0: Probably because modems didn't really work back then.
1: (laughs) It was on a tape and it had a modem that you hooked to it and it was a Humpty Dumpty game. (laughs) (laughs) And you could never get the thing. You could hear the music for the game, but the game would never load.
0: So are you telling us that you were the creator of the humpty dance
1: no it was the hum- <laughs> it was a humpty dumpty game and the other thing i remember about the about the atari computer was it didn't come with a monitor but you could hook it to your tv instead of having your tv hooked up
0: all right well i mean but that's how the first computers kind of worked
1: oh for sure for sure It had a slot in the back where you could shove like little cartridges in it that had random games. And then you had the old school five and a quarter floppies you could throw in there. Of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. The ones that had that little white protective coat, white protective sleeve they went in. Yep. Which I don't
2: know if it did anything for them, but...
0: You know, I figured that you guys were going to talk about Oregon Trail because that was the only game we ever got to play in school.
2: Oh, Oregon Trail for sure. Yeah, I, I died from dysentery quite often. I, I didn't own know an Oregon trail. trail.
0: But you played it in school, didn't you?
2: I don't know if I've ever played Oregon
0: Trail. <laughs> I think he's full of it. Abuse, do you remember the Apple IIs with the Oregon Trail?
3: Oh, yeah. That's what I had growing up the... in my house. That's why I'm still an Apple guy, because that's what I grew up with.
1: Abuse still owns an Apple IIe.
0: <laughs> I'm sure he does. I mean, I remember the Oregon Trail. And then as years went on and we got the better apples, we were able to do Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego? And I figured Never classic. out if you push the elevator button, you went down instead of up, you could go down and get a cup of coffee. And it did absolutely nothing. In 1994, when we figured that out, that was like the best thing in the world. It was like, hey guys, you got to come see this. I found a secret.
2: <laughs> and there he goes again, folks, making stuff up.
0: I pushed the elevator and I went down instead of up and I got a cup of coffee, did nothing. but
1: I remember Bruce had the apple. The monitor was the
0: tower. Yeah, it was colored, wasn't it?
3: Oh, the iMac. Oh, yeah. And have the circle mouse. They really went quite crazy on the iMacs. Yeah.
0: And I remember playing video games and Buse saying, sorry, I got a Mac. I can't play.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I remember that. <laughs> sorry.
0: Sorry, I got a Mac. I can't play.
3: Uh-huh.
0: Buse, you want to borrow this game? No, I got a Mac. I can't. I can't play it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Those first-person games was I the only one to get a splitting headache if you played those too long?
3: What first-person games? Are you talking about like the
1: text Doom versions? and Wolfenstein?
3: Oh yeah, Wolfenstein. Yeah, yeah,
1: Wolfenstein, yeah. Doom.
3: I watched people play them, okay. but I I couldn't do it. Doom was the first game we owned that you could
0: play on the modem, and you could play with your friends on the modem. So I remember Ryan and Dan and Kirk, and I remember we would plan on Friday or Saturday nights hey i'm gonna call you at 10 55 and that that's when the phone's free and we're gonna play doom for like an hour and then you go and you blow each other up and it would take us an hour to get connected on those modems <laughs> i remember the parents coming in saying what are you guys doing we're trying to get connected on the modem well after an hour you got to give up because it just keeps calling the
3: house back and forth so oh, yes. yeah someone had to use the phone forget it you were kicked off you're done you're done in the late 80s,
0: I got my first Nintendo Entertainment System. I had saved up. I was just before I moved to center. So all of my friends already had them by that point. So I was the last one to get it. So I was behind the times. But I got some really good games for Nintendo. I remember DuckTales and Rescue Rangers. I mean, of course, you got the Mario games, but DuckTales was something special. abuse <laughs> do you remember any of those games?
3: I remember DuckTales.
0: Best game ever made for the Nintendo. I don't game.
3: remember it being that clear the
0: game, but. Lou, what Nintendo games did you have? RBI Baseball. Okay. Legend of Zelda. Legend of Zelda compared to DuckTales? Oh, way better.
3: Did you have the the gold one?
1: Yes. Did you really? I did. I don't know if I, you yeah, know, but I did.
3: Wait, wait. You got you rid know, of it? I that? remember that was like. I can't remember. The thing to do is get the gold one. That was the one I everybody. You remember. know, I never played Legend of Zelda.
1: Oh, you never played it?
3: Nope one of one of the games i've i wanted to check out but never had a chance to
1: it was a good game but you almost need to have one of those like booklets to even like get very far in it
0: so let's talk about legend of zelda was that the one where to save the game you had to reset it and then push the power button like cuz it didn't have like an automatic save you had to reset it back to that main screen
1: no if i remember it right, it had a save but it was just you had to complete a certain area to save it like you couldn't save it all the time I could be mistaken, but I thought it was like you just had to get to a certain point.
0: Well, I don't remember much about Zelda, but I know it was
3: popular. You,
0: what other games do you remember playing?
3: Oh, uh, remember Sky Kid? Yeah, of course. Oh, see? That's what I was talking about. Me and Craig would play that like all the time.
2: Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I remember that. I think you did a little better than I did at that point, but you were crushing some Sky Kid. Yeah, well, how'd the, how'd the theme song go? I can't remember. how the uh, theme song go?
3: We need to find that. That's right. need to get that as a ringtone. Yeah. (laughs)
2: Yeah. Darn it. That's a great idea.
3: (laughs) So it was, it was exactly what it is. It's like a pilot game and you fly around the obstacles. It was just a a scroller. Things would come out of the left side. You would play from the right side and try to shoot other planes down. And they had like uh, battleships and stuff that, was your big target you can drop a bomb on? It was it was it was pretty fun.
2: Nice, oh for sure, for sure. I don't
3: remember that. I mean, I remember seeing it. But I don't remember playing that one. Tecmo Bowl was a classic. <laughs> I had a lot of Tecmo games. They had Tecmo Wrestling. That was a good game. What else did I have? Double Dragon. Goodness gracious, I don't remember all. I don't even remember a lot of the games that I had. What was the one game? California Games. Was that what it's called? Yeah, that was oh, the that surfing was and the hacky sack and stuff. That wasn't as good as the Snoopy one, but California Games was one of them.
1: Did you have the Olympic game?
0: I did. And actually, I, I've gone so far now, I have one of those Retron systems. I have the, the Olympic game that was in Japan was actually Donald Duck. So I have the Donald Duck one, and I have the Snoopy one for Nintendo. Those It's the exact same game. It's just Donald Duck instead of Snoopy.
1: We had to have the mat for it, though. It sucked with the controller. Well,
0: Oh, oh, you're talking about the the running game. No, no, no. I'm yeah, sorry.
1: the one that came with the system.
0: I had the Snoopy Olympics. No, no, no. The one that came with the system I did not have. I know you had because we used to run at your
3: house all the time. The one that looked like a big calculator?
1: Yeah, but it was laid out. And yes. did, did anyone else have the glove?
3: I did not have the glove. I didn't, but I used it. And we did play with Rad Racer, just like The Wizard, the movie. <laughs>
1: it was hard to control.
3: Yeah. It was.
1: Like, it looked cool? Oh, for sure. For sure. Right. but It was very hard to actually use.
3: Yeah, I, re- I remember trying to play Mike Tyson's Punch-Out with it. It was hard. Yeah. It was really hard to do it, because you would throw the punches and stuff, and it wouldn't register. So, did anybody have the Nintendo robot? Oh, the gyros gyroscope or whatever it was.
0: Yeah. That was, like, with the very first machines, wasn't it? Well, right, because I bought my machine late. So, like, my Nintendo gun... Was orange. It wasn't. It wasn't gray because I was a different model of Nintendo since I bought it so late. But I remember that robot. But what did that robot do?
3: Not much. My understanding, there was like one game that it played.
0: Lou, did you have the
1: robot? No, I didn't have the robot. I I mean, I had like the system that came with the three games. Doc Hunt it had Mario, Super Mario, and then it had the running game.
3: Oh, uh, did it have the um the power pad and all that?
1: Yeah, it had everything. Yeah.
3: Oh, that's
1: nice. I didn't get the system till I don't know if I got it as late as Paul did, but I didn't get it when it first came out.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Whenever I got it, it wasn't much more to get the system that had those three games and the extras with it.
0: Lou knew a deal when he saw it.
1: Yeah. And it it up. <laughs> well, I think, in all honesty, when I got it, it was you either got that one or you got the one that only came with one controller. I think my parents were like, okay, well, we want two controllers anyway, so...
0: Because Lou plays with himself all the time, so he yeah. needs two controllers.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> In the early 90s, with the movie The Wizard with Fred Savage and the promotion of Super Mario Brothers 3, the Nintendo World Championship came to Pittsburgh at the Monroeville Expo Mart. I was lucky enough to go down to the Nintendo World Championship, and it was the greatest world championship I've ever attended. I can say that as a fact.
1: Is it the only one?
0: It is the only one, but it was the greatest. Did you win it? I came within 10 points. I actually came within 10 points of winning. I was very upset. You had to wow. play, you had to get 50 coins in Super Mario Brothers. You had to run one level in OutRun and then you had to finish off with Tetris. And I had never played Tetris before, which of course now sounds silly, but at the time I had never played Tetris. And uh, they had different, points according to your age group and then if you won you went up to the next level which i went up to the next level and then you went up to the next level and then the final score they would pick one person for the day and you would go down to orlando florida to play in the championship and i so was, it was
1: playing, a qualifier it wasn't the champion
0: correct it was the qualifier to get you down to orlando oh, okay had i played tetris before i would have won but i was very upset <laughs>
1: We had only gotten to the actual. You would have won the whole thing.
0: I would have probably gone down to Florida to play. Yeah. Yes, I would have been at the next. And then night.
1: you would have gotten your ass kicked by someone who could really play.
0: Right, right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> someone who does nothing but plays video games all day.
1: Yeah, that was cool. Fuse would have kicked your ass in Florida.
0: Right, right. Fuse would have been sitting at home saying, "I'm not even going to Florida. I'll play from home." Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> When I moved out to center, I ended up catching pneumonia and ended up in the hospital for a while. Went to the Beaver Medical Center, got worse. They sent me to Children's, went down to Children's. I had a lot of free time on my hands. So my parents thought that was a good time to get us a Game Boy. So that got me started with Tetris, which is now known everywhere. But I played a lot of Tetris in the hospital. So I got to learn Tetris and became very good at it. It was a lot more fun. It was a good, good educational time for me. Buse, did you ever have the Game Boy or the Game Gear, the other portable electronics?
3: Um, well, I mean, they have those handheld games. I remember that. So oh, remember you're like, talking
0: about the little ones you put the batteries in and you could just yep. move like,
3: yes. Yep, I had baseball, I had um, Donkey Kong. There was a few of them that I had. I did get a Game Boy. Okay. I remember the first game that was like Super Mario Adventure or something like that. And I remember that game was so hard because it was such a small screen, and it was just like the the green and dark green. Yeah. And some of the stuff I just had such a hard time, like seeing what in the world I was supposed to be doing.
0: I had two um, handhelds. It looks like it looks like The Simpsons, Bart's Cupcake Crisis, and Bart versus the Space Mutants, where you would just kind of you know you could only
3: move like two spots, you know. Did you have any other ones, Piece? I don't remember. Like I said, I mean it's been a while. I had some baseball ones that I liked. I don't I don't remember a lot of them because it's it's been a it's been a minute. Lewis, what about Tetris, you? definitely.
0: Tetris. Lewis, what about handheld games?
1: Well, I had um I had Mario Brothers, not Super Mario. I had Mario Brothers. It was like one of those ones that would like open up. And then I had a Donkey Kong that was like I believe it was Donkey Kong Jr., but it was like a green and it had a little screen. I had that.
0: I had that one. Is that the one where it was two screens? We had the bottom screen and the top screen?
1: I don't think that not the Donkey Kong Jr. It was just one screen, I believe.
0: I definitely had a Donkey Kong Jr. that was two screens. That was my present for my first communion.
1: <laughs> and then I had a Pit Fighter. I remember that.
0: Pit Fighter. Okay. Yeah.
1: It was kind you know kind of in the same vein as like a Street Fighter game, but... It,
0: it... Let, let's back up a step. <laughs> <laughs> This was Pit Fighter, so it took place in Pittsburgh. No. <laughs> so you went downtown and you were trying to get chipped ham? No,
1: this, was, this wasn't about a thing about Pittsburgh. It was just like <laughs> random players you'd fight with.
0: Come on, Lou. Well, I think that a Pit Fighter would be better if you were trying to get maybe a Primanti sandwich and, you know, you got to get around the Steelers traffic to try to get the sandwich before Primanti's closed. I mean, that sounds like a better game.
1: Sounds more, more involved than the game I had and i
0: i do remember
1: having tetris i was never any good at it but that was another game that i got cheaper because i bought the russian version of tetris which was oh, the same game really? but instead of it saying like Tetris, you know like te-
2: it said all the stuff in russian um and there he goes again folks making stuff up
0: Oh no way! So, yes. so Lou is Lou is the first one of us to get spyware, and
1: uh, <laughs> yeah, I had, I had the Russian version of Tetris.
0: L- Lou's been That's spied on now for the last thirty years. <laughs>
1: yeah, it was like it, I said, it was an identical game. You know, regular Tetris would stay stuff in English. You know, if you want to beat a level or whatever, this would have some Russian phrase that come up on the screen.
0: <laughs> where does where does one buy a Russian version of Tetris? It was at it was a Toys R Us. Was it like a misship? <laughs> no.
1: It was <laughs> yeah. like, okay, you could buy regular Tetris or you could buy Russian Tetris. And it was like half the price of,
0: of Tetris. So Lou and his ultimate wisdom was like, huh, I want to learn what the Russians are doing.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm going to buy their Tetris.
0: And in school, you'd be sitting there and you'd be like, you know, I'm writing to my pen pal. He's in Russia. <laughs> he sends me little blocks every every day.
2: Yep. Yeah, that was the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Is that how this worked, Lou?
0: Yeah. (laughs) My 11th birthday, I got a Super Nintendo system. I got Super Mario All-Stars. I was able to beat it in about a week and loved that game. But there was a lot of great games for the Super Nintendo.
2: That's where my uh, expertise of watching other people play came into into play. Did you guys have any
0: Super Nintendo games that you were really into? Because... I ended up, by the time I got to Super Nintendo, that's when I really started to buy video games. I seem to have the, the bulk of Super Nintendo games compared to Nintendo.
2: My dad played the game system more than we did.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> he uh, he crushed uh, some Mario, and he crushed some uh, Zelda also. He was pretty good at it. Yeah, F-Zero, man. That one that one took the cake, boy. That, that racing game you can blow up on for leaving the course. Right I just up.
0: remember that that thing, I remember Mario Kart ended up, besting it but i remember for an introductory game to super nintendo f0 was was very well done
2: yeah one of the originals i imagine yeah uh-huh. um just a one player game though but you always raced against the next guy to see if you can get the fastest time was it
0: one player or was it two i thought pilot wing or i thought uh, f0 was two
2: I thought it was a one-player game. What was that? If F-Zero is a one-player game. I think
0: the original
1: F-Zero was one-player. I think there were sequels of it that were multiple players. I think the original
2: was one-player.
0: F-Zero. The race of the 26th century.
2: You have the original box, don't you?
0: No, you're right. One-player.
2: There you go, brother. doesn't know nose video games.
0: Yeah. Hey, Mario Kart was two-player. Oh, yeah, Mario Kart sucked.
2: how could you say that i was never any good at it so it sucked blasphemy sir well yeah maybe mario
0: kart thinks you sucked (laughs) i'll take mario kart outside yeah (laughs) yeah
1: Um, back behind the
2: dumpster
0: yeah
1: find the school buses
3: i did not get a super nintendo Okay, um, enough of my friends had them, so I just went over there and played. Uh, well, you um, you played at my house. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: I remember Lewis had a Zelda game for Super Nintendo. All I remember is that you were mad because I would go into the shops and I would beat up the <laughs> I would beat up the. Well, you would
1: keep asking the same question and piss them all off. (laughs)
0: And then Lou would go back and he couldn't beat the game because I I ticked off all of his workers. That was the best part of Super Nintendo is the AI. (laughs) I remember
1: I had Donkey Kong Country.
0: I had Donkey Kong Country as well. And wasn't it Super Mario World was the big Mario game? Yeah, Super Mario World was the big one. I had some good games for Super Nintendo. I had Wayne's World. I had that Looney Tunes basketball game where you could do like all those special moves when you were playing basketball. I had some good games for Super Nintendo. That 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 was some fun times the N64 I got later in life so I've I've played some N64 games but it doesn't hold a candle to Super Nintendo and especially the Mario Kart games that's where we started playing Mario Kart however things changed when we got to high school and Buse got the PlayStation and Buse got Oh yeah
3: Play, PlayStation man that that changed uh, the standard and Buse got a game
0: called Blitz which we've mentioned previously do you want to talk about the
3: PlayStation version of Blitz Well it was NFL Blitz so you could play like whatever NFL characters were there at the time. I think the the field was
2: five players on a side and uh, you just went for it. No rules. No rules. That's a good way to put it. Right? No rules. Just go. Go and get it over with. You can
3: like <laughs> tackle after play was over. You can do all kinds of crazy stuff on it. It was awesome. That was definitely a game changer for all of us. PlayStation at
0: Buse's house with Blitz. Was there anything else PlayStation-wise, abuse? I mean, because I only remember playing Blitz. I, I know PS2, which we'll get to. We had a bunch, but I only remember playing Blitz.
3: For PlayStation? There are a bunch of games for PlayStation. I don't remember them all, but I knew Final Fantasy was the big one. It was like two discs.
0: But when you think about know. classics, you know, you get the NES classic, the Super Nintendo classic, and it's like, oh, Mario, Pac-Man, Donkey Kong. But when you think of PS... One other than Blitz, nothing stands out as oh, this was this was game changing. Like the graphics and everything were great, but now going back to it, it blitz still still talk about that, but everything else kind of blends.
1: Well, it just uh, blends because uh, it was on different systems as well. Right. Yeah. Right. They don't I don't know that they had that many exclusive games to place,
3: you know. Right. Well, I know uh Final Fantasy, it was like the big breakout because before it was like a lot of eight-bit graphics, but like this one, it was it just like took it off the charts.
1: I never owned it, but did any of you guys own the Dreamcast?
3: I did I not did own not. the Dreamcast. I did a not Sega. own a Sega. I did not own I did not own a Sega. No Genesis, no yeah. Dreamcast. I have the retron now that plays Sega games, but I never owned it growing up. I had the game gear though. Oh there
0: you go. That's what I was asking about before. <laughs>
3: so I, I I'm only remembering as we're talking about it. other than that. I wasn't gonna remember. <laughs> he says, "Like I had a Game Gear. I don't know where it is. <laughs> I don't remember anything
0: about it." Yeah. Well, things changed for us again when we got a job because the first thing I bought with my first paycheck was a PlayStation Two and Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, PlayStation Two was
3: bananas.
0: There are more games for PlayStation Two that I <laughs> that I bought played. Are memorable than probably any other system, even today.
3: I mean, the big breakout thing that I remember about PlayStation 2 was all the Guitar Hero game.
0: Yeah, but we didn't really play Guitar Hero on there. We played, we did the Grand Theft Auto and the Simpsons Grand Theft Auto, Simpsons Hidden Run. <laughs> well, that you did.
1: Paul <laughs> remembers what he played, not what anyone else played.
3: Right. right. <laughs> yeah. G- Guitar Hero was an amazing game. Did yeah, it was have, a lot of fun. Did you have Guitar Hero? Oh, I did. I had uh I had like three or four of the ones that came out. I think I had like all of them at the time.
2: Guitar Hero was fun. There I was usually on the on the easy mode and uh you can still have Brock out pretty good in the easy mode. But I can remember abuse just just jamming away on that thing.
0: I do remember that now that you say that, I remember you you, you in the basement playing Guitar Hero. Oh yeah, it was
2: fun. It
0: was a good time. Greg, do you remember playing Guitar Hero at house?
2: Of course. That was my introduction to the guitar. <laughs> there you yeah, go. I remember, I remember jamming out in his basement. Some of the songs. Oh, uh, gosh. Some, uh, some Rob Zombie, I'm sure, was in there at some point.
3: Because if you can play it on Guitar Hero, you're you a can play it on guitar. guitar
2: player. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. some Like Master of Puppets, right? You could All that kind of stuff. You could do that. <laughs> Heck, Yeah. Yep,
0: exactly. I remember Lou could not do a Guitar Hero.
3: Do you play Guitar Hero, Lou?
1: I've played it once or two. I was never any good at it.
3: I remember... Uh,
1: i played it like I, I never owned it. I was just, you know...
3: I remember going to times. Best Buy and playing it like before I got it and stuff. Just go out, hang out Best Buy, play it for a little while.
0: <laughs> That's why Best Buy no longer exists out in Beaver County, because Buse played. <laughs> they, they never made any sales because Buse was playing Guitar Hero in the back.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it hardly exists anywhere.
0: Well, but but we did Grand Theft Auto and played it a little bit. We didn't do much on it. I, I used to give Lou all the guns and let him let him go wild. What's wrong with you? I just remember Grand Theft Auto because Lou would run and he'd just pull out the knife and just start slashing people. <laughs> I never liked
1: Grand Theft Auto because you couldn't just do, like, eventually you died if you just did what you wanted to do.
3: Grand Theft Auto was a pretty fun game. It was pretty funny, though, like, because <laughs> of the crazy stuff that you could do. It's like, oh, sure, I'll just run this person over. Well, but that absolutely was, no reason.
0: That was the first kind of open world game where you didn't have to really do it and you actually could go open world. It wasn't like, oh, yeah, I can go open world and
3: do these three things. It was like you could do a completely different scenario. Yeah. So yeah, if, like you you didn't I mean you could follow the storyline but you didn't have to if you didn't want to. Well, but in order to like progress through the game. I don't know if I've ever met anybody who's like played the storyline and and beat it. Oh, I I I
0: have not. I I have it now for my PlayStation 5 and I play it every once in a while, but I I mean it's too hard. You you have to devote your entire life to it to beat it. I mean you have to be on it like 24/7 to beat it.
2: As as far as Grand Theft Auto, all I can remember is seeing how many stars you can get before you got killed.
0: <laughs> yes, that was always that was always the fun part. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no matter what you drove or what you shot people with, is how many stars right can I get before they end me? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Greg, anything you remember from PS2?
2: No, no, just Blitz.
0: So we moved on from PS2. We did the PS3, four, fives, and they're fine. They, you know, we're we're caught up on systems. I had an Xbox at one point. didn't didn't do much with it, but you know, going back to it, I think the best system was really the PS2 out of all of them. I mean, the Nintendo, of course, the one with the most games was probably PS2. I think that was the most variety of games, the the best types of games, all of that stuff.
3: You, do you agree? Oh yeah, it was. Yeah
0: greg mentioned at the beginning of our podcast um sing star was one of his jam and him and buce were masters of SingStar, star which was a karaoke type game and i think that started on the ps2 which we're already up to ps5
3: with that one
2: yeah our, our short career on the of, of of uh singers
3: we crushed it
2: yeah what love shack right
3: love, love shack. shack and uh i want to dance
2: with somebody that's right. That's right. That's
3: right. We uh, did not do Whitney Houston any justice. <laughs> that is for sure.
2: I thought but... we did it better.
3: <laughs> I, I think we nailed Love Shack. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that was that was the best. I mean your solo was, was top.
2: But yeah, you're like top notch. <laughs> yeah. There there
3: will be there will never be another Love Shack solo.
2: Like Greg, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Singing the yeah,
3: reprise, I, I, it was. I, I will. Was...
2: I'll never do it again because I'll never be able to beat it. <laughs> <laughs> It'll never happen again,
0: Lewis, Do you remember Sing Star?
1: I, I do. I, I don't remember which of the two of them saying "I will always love you" to the other one,
2: but. <laughs> 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 yeah, we sang that to you, Lou. You didn't know that, though. That's
3: right. That right. was that was just for you, Lou. Poor,
0: poor Lou. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, SingStar was good. It was it was karaoke without karaoke. It was music videos, and it was current songs, and it was popular songs, and it, it's a same, shame that SingStar has gone out of business, but it was definitely fun for the time.
2: <laughs> yeah, We were probably the only ones that bought the thing,
3: though.
2: They <laughs> <laughs> sold one copy. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, I think it was... I think that
0: one was a London game and the new one is French. So there was some guy in London going, Woo-hoo, we sold
2: one. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Somebody bought it. <laughs> yeah. Joke's on them. Right. Oh, it was fun. It was a good time. It a good time. Yep. As you, you can see, on, there's brother. a
0: lot of different video games that we've played. We've tried and we'll continue to play, but I think we're going to sign off so that we can get some video game time in before it gets too late. So this is Paul signing off.
3: All right guys, have a good night. Greg. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I didn't know you were waiting for me. I think you're going to give a better sign off than this is Paul signing off. <laughs> okay. Greg signing off. <laughs>
1: <laughs> signing off as well. <laughs> <laughs>